Footprints presents The Incredibles, a series where you meet ordinary but incredible individuals. Then you can move it. The picture forms will be based on your image. Here is an application that creates cartoon images. See? Do it like this, and then you'll look like an 18-year-old girl. Bringing these new things to them is also a way to help them gain a positive, optimistic mindset on aging. My name is Zhang Jiaxin. I'm the founder of Si Young a non-government organization aiming to help the older generation benefit from technology. Picture and video sharing, online chatting and using smartphones to deal with nearly everything in daily life has become a no-brainer for most of us. However, for those who were born and grew up in the pre-digital era, technology often moves too fast for them to keep up. And instead of using it to connect with the world, many are being disconnected from their loved ones and society. In today's Footprints, we will bring you a story of a post-90s young man who endeavors to help China's non-tech-savvy aging population go digital. Stay tuned. It's a weekday afternoon in the activity center of Huayuanlu residential community in Beijing. 32-year-old Zhang Jiaxing is sharing smartphone video editing techniques with several senior citizens, talking and laughing. Then you can move it. The picture forms will be based on your image. Here is an application that creates cartoon images. See? Do it like this, and then you'll look like an 18-year-old girl. This is a routine work day for Zhang Jiaxing, founder of Si Yang, a Beijing-based nonprofit group, which defines its mission as helping the elderly to harness technology. 69-year-old Ding Wenjie is skillfully operating her smartphone. <laughs> now I have more questions. In addition to recording a video, I want to learn how to edit it. For example, when I'm not happy with the beginning of a video, I want to cut it out. Then I want to combine the rest of the video with another one to make a final piece. Can you teach me how to do that? While teaching, John is experienced in making things easier for the elderly to understand. Move the so-called scissors to this part of the screen. You need to look at the screen as if it was a piece of cloth. Click cut, then this cloth will be cut into two pieces. Now the phone is not as smart as us people. You need to click to choose the piece you would like to keep. Born in 1990, he grew up in a small town in southwest China's Shanxi province. Zhang spent most of his childhood time in the company of older people. I grew up with my grandma. As a kid, I had most of my meals at my grandma's home. When I was a college student, she used her savings to buy me a computer. In 2008, 
He enrolled at Beijing University of Posts and Telecommunications. At that time, the only way for him to communicate with his grandma was through video calls. However, when he made his first attempt to use video phone call with his grandma, then in her 70s, he encountered a huge obstacle. Time and time again, we failed to connect, which was very strange. Sometimes we failed to hear each other, and sometimes we failed to see each other. Sitting in front of the computer, my grandma got upset. Zhang says, even though he taught her step by step, she still couldn't do it. I tried to help her by launching a remote assistance scheme. However, my grandma didn't know how to enter the scheme. I asked her to send me a screenshot of the situation on her computer, but she didn't know how. If there had been a young person around my grandma at the time, the problem would have been solved within minutes, but it took her a whole afternoon. That was the first time he realized that there must be many elder citizens like his own dear grandma in the country who could not handle computers and other modern gadgets. I studied telecommunications as a college student. It was shameful that I couldn't even connect with my grandma on a video call. So we decided to teach the elderly how to use the computers. I couldn't immediately help my grandma, but we could start with the elderly people around us. That year, Zhang Jiaxing organized a student voluntary team on campus, aiming to help the elderly master modern technologies. When we launched this volunteer program in 2011, many elderly people thought at the time that it was fashionable enough to be able to surf the Internet. They were amazed by Tencent QQ, where they could remotely chat with a stranger. They were excited and overwhelmed. Back then, most elderly people would be satisfied if they could use a computer, search for information on the Internet, and check new messages. A mere two years later, Zhang found that the elderly started to have new demands as they began accessing smartphones. Average people in China began to use mobile phones in the late 1990s. Smartphones became largely available in the country in 2013. By comparison, the first commercial mobile phone appeared in the U.S. in 1973. In 2007, Apple rolled out the first generation of iPhone in San Francisco, marking the beginning of a smartphone era in the United States. In other words, People in China have experienced a much faster transition to smartphones than people in the U.S. Zhang says China has witnessed a leap forward in Internet-related industries and information technology in recent times. Over the past two to three decades, our country's mobile Internet has developed from 2G, 3G to the current 5G. This year, the government has even issued a blueprint on 6G. Our development in information technology has been very fast, whether they like it or not. Elderly people have gone through a revolutionary process in the way they receive information. 
As a result, the platform economy has grown rapidly so that it is now covering almost every aspect of people's daily activities. Nowadays, there's nothing you can't do with your smartphone in China. Ordering taxis, making payments, booking train tickets, and ordering a takeaway. However, as smart technology becomes increasingly widespread and has turned into a necessity for most of us in daily life, the elderly are found to have been left behind. They start to feel the pinch and pain in life due to lack of knowledge and skills. Seventy-year-old Zhang Junbo shares his experience. When China won the bid to host the 2022 Winter Olympics, I traveled to Zhangjiakou for a celebratory tour. However, I failed to find a hotel for myself. Then I realized that younger travelers had booked hotel rooms in advance using their smartphones. In another experience, Zhang, as a tourist, was rejected by a sightseeing boat in Yunnan because he couldn't pay for tickets via mobile payment platforms. Zhang Junbo felt intimidated by mobile devices until he attended a course offered by Si Yang. While Zhang has been able to use WeChat social media and mobile pay functions for a few years now, not every senior citizen is that lucky and equally adept as him. According to the latest national population census carried out in 2020, the number of people aged 60 or above reached 264 million nationwide, or 18.7 percent of the whole population. However, nearly 140 million don't have internet access or have never benefited from a smartphone, let alone being able to enjoy the convenience and pleasure they can provide. In the foreseeable future, the problem will be aggravated since it's estimated that the country's elderly population will account for about one quarter of the total population by 2030. From what he has observed. Zhang Jiaxing says, the older generation often finds themselves excluded by the modern technology that the rest of society has taken for granted. 66-year-old Song Ruyi is a resident of Huayuanlu community. It's been 10 years since I retired, although I was not old at that time. I did not know how to use a smartphone. The same was true for many of the peers around me as well. When we went shopping in a supermarket, we didn't know how to scan QR codes to pay digitally. That situation led to a lot of inconvenience. Many retired people in China don't even know much about computers, not to mention smartphones. Ding Wenjie shares her feelings after she retired. After I retired, I had to face a sense of loss. I felt like my meaningful life had come to an end, and I had been abandoned by this society. John believes closing the gap between the elderly and new technology can be an effective way to solve many of the problems with aging. 
They need to master information technology to make their lives more convenient and make themselves feel more secure and fulfilled. Bringing these new things to them is also a way to help them gain a positive, optimistic mindset on aging. Aging poses many challenges, such as diminished eyesight, memory loss, and decreased agility, adding difficulties for them to master and keep up with fast-progressing technology. The main problem that the elderly face in this regard is that they are forgetful and slow to learn. Plus, it's difficult for them to identify rumors and fraudulent information on these applications. In China, many still believe in the traditional thinking that the purpose of having children is to ensure the quality of old age life. In a word, when you get old, your family and descendants will be there or be obliged to take care of you. But the reality is that in modern nuclear families, children are less likely to care for the elderly, especially when they are not living in the same place. For Ding Wenjie, she simply can't rely on her child to help her get accustomed to new technologies. My daughter doesn't live in Beijing. I rarely meet her. Even if she teaches me something, I tend to forget very quickly what I've just learned. Song Ruyi echoes, adding that her children don't have patience with her. People in my generation usually have one child in their family. I don't think there is any case where a child can patiently teach his or her parents on new technologies. Our children are busy with their work, and on their days off, they are busy with their own other affairs. In fact, like some, most elderly people have shown interest in learning new technologies, despite being kept in a situation that no one is around to help them. Zhang Jiaxin told us that in the case of some elderly people, when their children are not at home, they will turn on computers gently, take a look, and then close it. They dare not operate the computer thinking it's terrible if something goes wrong with their children's belongings because of their behavior. This also reflects the fact that the elderly are actually eager to learn about the Internet, even though they are not familiar with it. The younger generation may ignore this need of their parents. Many people might think this matter is not that important to their elderly parents. If their parents master new technologies, it's good. But if they don't, it's okay as well. When parents ask for assistance, they tend to say, I will teach you next time. Zhang Jiaxin worries such an attitude from the younger generation is actually enlarging generation gaps. In his eyes, the importance and urgency of teaching elderly new technologies is beyond bringing convenience and improving living standards for the elderly. There is an emotional gap created by technology that needs to be filled, and this responsibility falls unequivocally on the young. Therefore, Zhang Jiaxin believes it's important for the younger generation as a whole to get more involved in providing assistance to the elderly.
Many feelings are the same in nature. An elderly person is just old, but he's still a human being, and everyone will grow old. When elderly people look at young people, they see what they looked like when they were young. So when young people look at the elderly, they need to think about how they will look like when they grow old. Zhang says some seniors start late, so young people need to be more patient. The most important thing is to take the first step, and that is to let them realize that they are actually not that old, or despite their age, they still have a mindset to be willing to learn new things, and to be aware that they can still be successful in learning those new things. Si Yang started from giving face-to-face -face lectures in residential community activity centers. To the elderly, this meant a lot of convenience. Each course provides one lecturer and several volunteers. The lectures of each class are selected from the students from various universities across the country. They have to do a lot of training, not only in class content, but also in teaching skills. They learn how to speak more slowly and use more metaphors so as to make it easier for the elderly to understand what they say in class. The volunteers move on to one-on-one -on -one or small group instruction that caters to individual needs. They also pay visits to the elderly on a regular basis, helping solve any technical problems that the elderly might encounter. Apart from face-to-face -face courses, the organization has developed online lessons and live-streaming courses, so the elderly people are able to watch a class repeatedly according to their own needs. In addition, they have established an online community where there are volunteers remotely answering technical questions from the elderly. The courses vary from class to class and cover nearly every aspect of how to deal with tech issues in daily life, from the very basic to the relatively advanced level. Popular lessons include how to communicate via WeChat, China's equivalent of WhatsApp, online shopping and online banking, calling taxis and booking hotels, along with recreational features like video editing and playing simple video games. Zhang Jiaxin says that Si Yan tailor makes their courses for the elderly based on their research. The first difficult thing to solve is registration at hospitals. When many elderly people go to hospital, they have to wait for a long time, and it's not that easy for them to obtain a chance to see a good doctor. It's pretty frustrating. They have no idea how other people reserve appointments with doctors. So, we teach them how to register and make appointments on online platforms. In addition, since the elderly are often targets for financial fraud, they offer a class on what to look out for. In this way, Si Yan has developed a system which provides special training courses and services to the elderly. 
This system has been promoted in 29 cities across the country. By incorporating online and offline, as well as collective and individual courses, a community-based elderly training network has been established. Since 2011, Si Yan has helped more than 1 million senior citizens across the country. Currently, it has volunteer teams from more than 100 universities. Each year, it boasts nearly 10,000 active volunteers. Zhang Jiaxin says their priority is connecting the older generation with technology first. Later, their demand will snowball into many more issues that they really care about. For example, as the older generation treasures the memories of yesterday, Si Yang staff will teach them to use an app to digitalize old photos. Zhang Junbo has benefited from this technique. He says he's very happy to impart the relevant knowledge to his peers. I have a habit of keeping everything that I think should be kept. I have recommended this technique to many friends through a WeChat group. Some friends ask, what if I lose my memories? I teach them how to store files on a hard drive. While enjoying an easier life brought about by technology is the original purpose, technological know-how can also open up a whole new social world for people to combat loneliness, which is inevitably a part and a parcel of a retired and the retreated lives of the older people. Today's Ding Wenjie is arguably the most tech-savvy person among her peers. When traveling with friends, I take on the responsibility of booking hotel rooms online. Even people four or five years younger than me can't do that. I can play the things played by young people. People often say to me, wow, you can do this. At those moments, I feel confident and that feeling of loss is gone. Zhang Jiaxin says a happy senior life is only possible when the elderly develop a sense of value and gain. Despite an old age, you can still do something, learn something and have fun. Happiness is based on what you have learned and done. Song Ru Yi says mastering new technologies has changed her life. With the help of Si Yang, I have learned how to use smartphone applications, such as WeChat, some shopping platforms. Now, I also know how to use online platforms to make appointments with doctors and hail cars. For example, I know how to use Duty Chuxing. The 66-year-old laughs, saying, mixing with young people like Zhang Jiaxing enables her to become younger mentally. <laughs> Nowadays, due to efforts made by people like Zhang Jiaxing, many elderly people can talk easily online just like him and his grandma. To Zhang Jiaxing, establishing an emotional connection with the elderly is one of the most fulfilling things. In fact, we are genuinely making friends with these elderly people, and then we become real friends. 
They would invite us to eat at home, prepare a hot pot for us, and we make dumplings together. This is a real emotional connection. We try to set a good example that the development of technology can make a city warmer in a humanistic sense. Zhang Jiaxing says technology can further go beyond emotional connections by breaking physical limitations caused by aging. We once went to some communities with virtual reality equipment, hoping to bring VR to more elderly people. For example, many elderly people have never skied, and in reality, they can't actually go skiing, but they can safely experience the feeling of skiing through VR. From the kind of happy laughter when we tried that, you as an observer will genuinely feel the power and beauty of life. The Chinese government issued a national plan to help the elderly adapt to life with smart technologies in early 2021. Since then, many popular Chinese apps and websites such as WeChat, Taobao, and Douyin have been redesigned to make them more senior-friendly. However, Zhang Jiaxing says there's still much more needs to be done, as many have only used the bigger fonts and icons on the home page without making the apps actually easier to use. Different mobile phones have different operating systems. They don't have a unified system. Maybe they're all suitable for the elderly, but they may all want to be more convenient. However, because of a lack of unified system, there is still a huge difference between various applications on different phones. Sometimes this makes the elderly rather confused. John adds, a senior-friendly society means more than just lowering the threshold for smartphone apps so that more elderly can use them. It also means keeping other channels open so that senior citizens can still go about their daily lives. For example, in the case of online shopping malls, we don't have platform tailor-made for the elderly. A unified and integrated platform entrance is actually very important for them. We also need a clear guide that tells the elderly how to download apps, but currently these things are lacking. John points out the problem that is hindering the use of technology by the elderly and keeping them out of today's tech-prone world is not technology itself, but the indifference and impatience of society as a whole. Regarding young people who are willing to provide community services, we can help them perform their jobs in a more professional manner. But how to get more young people to participate in this cause is still a problem at the moment. We advocate that schools cultivate a sense of doing more social work for the elderly on the part of young students. I think such a sense could potentially change the world. One of Xi'an's volunteers, Zhou Xingshu, is a university student in Beijing. Participating in volunteering has changed her relationship with the elderly in her own family. I now have a better sense regarding how to get close to the elderly, understand their needs and views on some issues. As a result, my relationship with the elderly in my own family has improved. I've learned how to look at certain problems from their point of view, so it is not easier for me to understand some of their thoughts and decisions. 
She adds that volunteering has also helped her gain a new understanding of the meaning of helping others. I have come to realize the importance of helping others to help themselves. That is, we teach the elderly how to use smartphones. In this way, we not only help solve their actual problems, but also teach them that there is actually a way for them to help themselves in the future. This is a precise reflection of an ancient Chinese philosophy. Compared to giving someone fish to eat, it's better to teach him how to fish. In Zhang Jiaxing's understanding, serving the elderly is not just a giving. It's actually a two-way learning that can enhance personal growth. It doesn't just involve teaching a technique. We young people grow as well because we are actually dealing with different stages of life, different stories, life backgrounds, and learning from such a large number of old friends. Zhang Jiaxing says, by being so close to the elderly, they are able to see and learn from the spiritual treasure and wealth they have accumulated in life that have already stood the test of time. Some elderly people could tell me how begonias bloom in spring, where you could see beautiful lotus flowers in summer, and how you can cultivate nice flowers on your own balcony. At moments like these, I have a genuine feeling that their lives are blooming brilliantly, calmly, and contentedly. Sometimes we young people may be so busy with work that we tend to ignore the beauty of many subtleties. The wisdom of the elderly has made me realize that life is much more than just dealing with the immediate issues in front of you. Life is about enjoying every day with gratitude and pursuing spiritual fulfillment. That is a real powerful life. Zhang says the positive feedback he receives from the elderly inspires and motivates him to go further. In the process of serving the elderly, I feel very happy. I also feel that I can create a kind of value, and this process makes my life more meaningful. The name Xi Yang sounds similar to the Chinese Xi Yang, which means the setting sun. As an ancient Chinese poem says, the setting sun seems so sublime, but unfortunately it is already close to dusk. Such a saying has a negative connotation about aging. Therefore, Zhang Jiaxing tries to reverse it by interpreting Xi Yang as See, the old guys are still young. Elderly people are old, but it doesn't mean that they should be isolated from the world of information technology. They can be a different kind of sunset. They can play with new technologies to make their life more colorful. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our reporter Lu Chang. I'm Man Ling. We will see you next time. Bye for now.